Well, hello everyone. Welcome to communion, my brothers and sisters. This is strange times for us in the whole world. And I was reading today, uh, trying to get a grip on how we can adjust to this even better. And I ran across a legend that was shared by Abraham Lincoln when he ran for president. And he said an Eastern monarch ordered his wise men to invent a sentence to be always in view and which would be true in all times and all circumstances. And this is what they wrote. And this too will pass away. And that's what we have to hold on to, that this too shall pass away. And we have so many great promises that the Bible teaches us, that Jesus taught us, and it will get us through these dark times. It's an inconvenience, yes, and not being together to worship to, with one another, it hurts us, but at the same time, we can pray for each other and love each other, and we can remember each other as we were together the last time. But we will get together again. Rest assured that God will allow that to happen. As we gather around the table, uh, this is being filmed in our dining room. And this dining room table that I have standing by here is 38 years old. Uh, it was purchased about the time that Mitch was born. And a lot of dinners have passed this table. And I, I recall from last week, many people lamenting that they couldn't get together for uh, Easter and Easter dinners. It's the first uh, Easter that we've had in, in our married life that uh, we didn't have family over. Um, and everyone was lamenting the same thing. We'd always had Easter dinner, even when the boys lived away, they came home for Easter. And we sat around the table. But the table has become, in, in our family, always the place where we gather to talk. And I think that that's something that we can hold on to about our communion. We gather to remember what Jesus did for us. That God's love was so great that he sent his one and only son to die for us. And, and in our church building, we have the table that has inscribed, do this in remembrance of me. And that's what we do as we gather around tables. We share stories of family. We hear what's going on in everybody's lives. Well, there's a story for us to share during the communion every Sunday. And that story is the love of God and the love of saving us as sinners. Um, we couldn't save ourselves. There's nothing we could do. But God took it under his own uh, guidance to send his one and only son. And that's the story we share every Sunday. And it's, it is the centerpiece for our faith to know that God loved us so much. And we know the, the passages about communion uh, where Jesus took the bread and blessed it and then shared it with the disciples and he said take it eat it and remember me and then he took the cup and said this is the blood of the new covenant and that new covenant is his sacrifice for us forever and that, that's the greatest memory that we have 
and we remember it every Sunday as we gather around the table. And I, I just bolsters me during this time of uncertainty because all of this stuff around us is going to pass. We're going to pass. But that's the great news. Because of the resurrection of Jesus, we're going to be resurrected someday too. To live in heaven with God, with Jesus, and all the saints forever. And that message we talk about in communion all the time. The sacrifice, the blood that cleanses us, the resurrection, it all is a part of our lives forevermore. And uh, I'd like to read a passage from 1 John um, chapter 4, verses uh, 9 and 10. God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only son into the world so that we might have eternal life through him. This is real love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. That passage is something we should remember every time we take communion and probably should remember it every day of our lives, in our prayer life, in our study life, in our interaction with others. We are saved, sinners saved, not by our own merit, but by the grace of God. And that grace is manifested in Jesus. In Hebrews chapter 10, we have the story that God will um, use us or he was for us and wants us to be holy. That's a word we don't like to use. Unfortunately, we all know ourselves very well and we think holy is something we can't attain. But we are holy because of the blood of Jesus, because the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. That makes us holy. Holy is not perfect. We are not called to be perfect. We are called to be holy. That term is used to be different or to be set apart. Set apart or different from what? From the rest of the world. And that's why during the times of turmoil, we still have peace. And to me, that is the greatest gift that we can have is the peace that we have in Christ Jesus. And it just gets us through all of the hard times of life, whatever they might be. And we just happen to be several billion people suffering at the same time, which we've never seen before. But we as Christians have a way through it. And that is our relationship with Jesus. Because God loved us, he sent Jesus. We remember that as we gather around the table. The greatest blessing in the world for us is to be a part of God's family. So as we partake of the the bread and the fruit of the vine, remember that as you partake. And let's remember all the time what God has done for us through Christ Jesus. So I'll, I'll pray for the emblems. And I pray that you are being able to partake of these and just remember the gift of grace, which we so gloriously have received from God. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for this opportunity, this opportunity to take communion in our homes with our loved ones. We're thankful, Father, that uh, you love us so much that you saved us. You love us despite ourselves, and you gave us Jesus, and for his willingness to go to the cross, I am thankful. For his willingness to be tortured, beaten, 
and killed in a horrible death. And I'm thankful. And Father, for his blood that was spilled for us, that cleanses us every day, where you see Jesus instead of us, I'm thankful. And Father, for your grace and mercy, it's all we need to know, and it saves us, and we're all thankful for that. As we partake of these emblems, we pray that we reflect back on the gifts that you have given to us, and that it will drive our lives as we live for you. And we look forward to the day that you resurrect everybody anew, that we will someday all be together to worship you and to glorify you in heaven. May we do it while we have time here, but we look forward to the day where we'll all be together. And thank you, Father, for loving us. And in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.